This is Debbie, and welcome to another brand new episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to live their best life and become location independent. This week, I speak to Cash Howe, who is an entrepreneur, traveler, and sailor. Catch and her husband Jonathan Matt while backpacking through Asia and soon became inseparable. From backpackers to travel bloggers and now sailors, they have gone on their journey to over 100 countries and seven continents together. Catch aims to be one of the first Asian women to travel all the countries in the world with her Philippine passport, a feat that is not easy to conquer. Although Catch and Jonathan loved to travel, they knew they could not sustain a lifestyle as travel bloggers. So they decided to let go of their travel blog in order for Jonathan to focus on sailing and for Catch to continue to travel the world without the stress. Today, they live on their sailboat and have created a new blog, Mr. and Mrs. Howe, that focuses on helping their amazing readers live the life they truly want to live. Listen on to find out how to sail around the world and live life without limiting beliefs. having me in your lovely hotel where is this hotel who's the company that runs this it's called Casablanca Hotel it's part of library hotel collections basically they have four hotels here in New York and we've worked with them in 2016 and I told them hey I'm gonna return with my mom and supposedly Jonathan is supposed to join us but he just doesn't want to travel <laughs> and so we stayed first in their other hotel it's called Hotel Giraffe and now we're here in Casablanca which is in the 43rd street of New York in Times Square this is really beautiful here too so and you're by t- Times Square so you're in the middle of everything this yeah. is really great and look at my mom she's I just know. wearing her bathrobe <laughs> hanging out in the bed <laughs> You are not seeing this, but Catch's mom is in a comfortable bathrobe, really, really nice and comfy in, in bed right now. So this is really exciting. And she just finished her breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> like hard life, mama. I know. <laughs> yeah, she's saying she has a hard life. That's for sure. So I knew about you from first Esther and Jacob. So Jacob, I've interviewed on this podcast before, and they were saying how incredible you were, and you are such a great businesswoman. And I knew I wanted to interview you because you lead such an offbeat life. So can you tell us a little bit more about you and what you and Jonathan do, and why you lead an offbeat life? Oh, thank you. Thanks, Esther and Jacob. I love them. They they are wonderful, and they are successful with what they're doing I'm so happy for them so basically Jonathan and I um, we've met in 2013 and we've just trying to figure out what we can do to make a living and at the beginning we started teaching English in Vietnam save up $10,000 and then moved to India and got our yoga uh, teacher certification and get our what is it we got our like Ayurveda massage certification because we wanted to move to the other side of the world and do another business because we don't want to teach English like I'm still struggling with my English now I was like I'm teaching people advanced English it's like oh you'll get my accent but anyway so we moved to South America and we started teaching English and we were volunteering but like you know like you're 
earning pennies like you're only earning like few dollars per hour and then we did the massage which is good because we were earning like 40 to 50 dollars an hour it's like wow this is the kind of thing that i want to do but we discovered about like bloggers making money online and stuff like that so that was in 2014 and we were in peru because we thought like why would i blog about my life like i don't think my life is interesting we're just starting <laughs> so we started to have this website called what's on arequipa Basically, we were like just promoting the businesses in Arequipa and we asked them to pay us so they can have like the membership fee and promote, be promoted on the website. And we were able to sign up other people. It's like, wow, this works. Online thing works. But we still have to go door to door and stuff like that. And then we decided to do the blogging and as a travel blog. And we were able to build our audience that fast because we were able to pitch our story to big publication. And our story gone viral, like a bit during those times in 2014, and we were able to capture the audience. And uh, since then, Jonathan and I traveled around the world. We visited over 100 countries. I'm on 104 now, and I'm actually leaving tomorrow to go to Europe and do my 17 countries so I can finish 120 this year. Because <laughs> last year, we not quit, quit, but we are diverted from travel blogging. And I started my new blog called Mr. and Mrs. How.com. And we are mostly sa uh, sailing now because we bought a sailboat that we, so yeah, that we purchased from the income <laughs> from the other blog. And now, basically, this year, I actually spent most of my time like island hopping with our cats. <laughs> so that's why I think it's offbeat because like from all of these crazy things that we've done and now like we're settled on our boat. We're, my husband is currently now in Dominican Republic. He doesn't want to do like the long-term travel because we have two cats that he needs to look after. <laughs> so, Catch, you and I are both Filipinos, yeah. right? So, I also immigrated from the Philippines and you did as well. And you were in Kuwait, right? After? Yeah. But I didn't immigrate and got another citizenship. I was like what they call OFW, like Overseas Filipino Worker. I moved in Kuwait in 2009 after I graduated university. So, I was 20 years old. And I went there for work so that's really interesting to me because i don't think i don't know hopefully there's filipinos listening to this and it's not shown enough how hard it is to actually leave certain places like the philippines and obviously there's other countries that are the same to actually start another life in a different country and for you to do that go to kuwait and start a whole new life for yourself and do this well and do this successfully and i talk to a lot of people especially asian families and asian parents and your mom is so supportive and for a lot of Asian children we're mostly asked to become nurses yeah. or workers like you aid people in homes or you take care of other people's kids and then for you to come from that and then to do this whole business for yourself that's so out of the box and so out of the realm that I'm sure a lot of especially a lot of Filipinos are looking up to you because they want to do something as similar as you or something out of the box. How do you feel about that? How did you transition from going and working to Kuwait and then doing this life that you have now that most people will only dream about doing, especially, you know, if we're having listeners in the Philippines, young people doing this? Thanks for that. That's like cool. <laughs> Anyway, basically, I need to give credit to my father. So my father was in Kuwait before me. Like, he's been there for years. And after I graduated from university, I had a degree in economics. And I told him, like, hey, can you get me an internship at the Philippine Embassy? Because the plan was for me to go there for a few months, maybe, like, 
do an internship and maybe be absorbed or work somewhere else and go back to the Philippines and study law because I really wanted to become a diplomat because I want to travel around the world. <laughs> and the best way that I can travel is if I have a diplomatic Philippines passport and get assigned in different countries. That was my dream. But then I arrived in Kuwait and Kuwait dinar is like 3.5 US dollars in one dinar. The value of the money is like, wow, I'm going to go get work done here. So I started working for another company. But you know, it's not always about the money and the freedom. Like if you live in the Middle East, like only if you have readers in the Middle East, they know like how restricted it is for you. Like you, you're pretty limited to do anything. And no matter how long you'll stay in the Middle East, you'll never become a citizen unless you marry someone. Not you. It will take you years or you have children and stuff like that. But after working for three years in Kuwait, I've decided to leave. I told mom, mom, I'm going to move to... I told her, I gave her three options. I wrote this on the blog. Can I go to India and do soul searching? <laughs> or second, uh, can I go to South America and just go backpacking? And actually, four options. Go back to the Philippines and do my master's. Do something so I can get become a, a diplomat. Or fourth is like, I'll go to Iraq and find work in an oil company and earn a lot of money and live after two years. So I decided to go to Iraq. I live in Kurdistan. And I worked for an oil company there. But like five months in in the company, they asked me to sign a contract that I will work there for a year and without vacation. What? That's and crazy. it's good. You'll get money. But I was like, oh, it's not for me. And I earned five months of income and I was able to save up $10,000. But I should be earning more. But I was paying for a mortgage to a property in the Philippines. So I put advance payment in the property and had $5,000 pocket money to start my adventure. I told mom, like, just give me six months to explore. And unexpectedly, I've met Jonathan while traveling. So he just recently, uh, like, I quit my job in April. Jonathan quit his job in March in the UK. And we never thought that we have the same plans of just quitting everything behind and go traveling. And we've met in May and we became a couple in July and 2013. And we were like, ever since. Yeah. <laughs> like this. So like for Filipinos, I highly suggest don't quit for the sake of like quitting your job to explore because what we've learned throughout this process is how can you make this life sustainable? You don't want to quit your work and stuff and just to experience a temporary lifestyle of three months and then you're going to go back to where you started and most probably you'll go back to lower than where you started because you're broke and you'll accept everything so what i suggest is invest in your skills so whilst while you're on your road or like even before investing your skills like make sure you have like a passive source of income and then get into the lifestyle because once you're doing this lifestyle it's so hard to turn back and go back. Well, that's the thing, right? We see a lot of it on social media and on the internet. It's just, just quit your nine to five and then do travel and all those things. But it's not sustainable. Like you said, you don't want to do that and then come back to the same thing. And then you're going to Not be, the same thing. You'll go back to the to lower, lower thing. <laughs> you you'll have accept to start everything. Over again. Yeah. And then you're going to be depressed and sad because you thought you were going to do something more, but you weren't prepared. So you have to really be prepared. And what I'm telling you, it's not like okay I have $10,000 and it will make me survive 6000 that mindset is so wrong your mindset is like I have this $10,000 to make my capital but I need to make my life more sustainable like what kind of sustainable like how can you live a sustainable travel lifestyle so basically, invest in your skills. I don't tell everyone, like, you need to start a blog because blogging and stuff, but not everyone is making money out of it. You could, but you need to work 
triple hard and you're not traveling you're just working in an island because it's cheaper but you're always in front of the computer you don't like that you need yeah. to have like your life balance and that was really hard for you right so i know that you didn't set out to be a travel blogger how how did that happen how did you and jonathan start a travel blog so like uh we've been already traveling uh, we finished vietnam and then we arrived in india and we were like i want to stay in a nice hotel because we were like really camping it like we're backpacking and cheap and i was like how can i get discount and stay in hotels like i really like uh i, I like learning stuff so i researched online like how do you get discounts and this and we've learned like wow this travel blogger puts there like wrote about this property and then at the end i was given a complimentary stay with this hotel in uh in exchange for an honest review it's like cool i can do honest review i can and but we didn't have gears to do that we didn't have cameras i told you earlier my mom bought us the camera a few years after we got into blogging which just shows that if you have determination you can start whatever you need yeah. to because you and jonathan didn't even have a proper camera when you started i really have a proper computer as well like uh, we were like using computer shop and stuff like that so we we thought like oh i want to do this and why i did this like i pitched my story to a bigger publisher that was like before we'll just launch our blog we have the domain but we don't have any content but i pitched my story to another publisher and we got crazy cool feedback and people asking me questions and what these people asked me questions i wrote i started writing it as my content but then if you just answer people's questions, you don't make money out yeah. of it. So, yeah, we're an accidental bloggers, but we try to study the business. And the reason at the beginning is like to inspire others as well. But before that, we just wanted to go traveling. And we were thinking of ways on how we can go continue traveling. And we didn't expect that blogging would help us uh, reach where we are. So You also mentioned that it was getting so hard for you with that first blog that you have that it was making you sick. So a lot of people don't understand that blogging, it sounds really glamorous because you and Jonathan are making a living from it now, but it also doesn't show all of the hard work that you did and it was making you sick. So how did it get to that point where it was taking so much out of your life and how did you get out of that and be healthier and be happier you know where you are right now it's been really hard because i wanted to grow as fast as i could so we're lucky because we got people um, who were able to help us and it's really hard if you're a newbie blogger because how can you invest on your business if you're not making out of it and it's so hard to shell out especially if you don't have money to shell out so we changed our business model from ours to making it like a community website so we got different people contributing on our site and we were grateful for that but most of the time we've got like consistent writers who goes to different places someone is going to thailand and some goes to malaysia and some goes to different places in europe or africa or usa and then they write and review the properties it was really good like we were we have more contents but the problem is since we're still the owner i have to coordinate what is happening like doing the emails with the sponsor of this like the deliverables of this posting this and that and at the same time we were traveling full-time so for two years while doing that we didn't have a home base like unlike people who has a home and live here and then just travel for one week and then come back to a home and during those times Jonathan and i were like living out of our luggage like yeah. our, our suitcases it's like, not sustainable it wasn't that it wasn't but we got 
a lot of content. In 2016, just before I got married, I gained, I, I became 75 kilos for one, five foot one. And I eat so much because it's buffet. I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> later. Uh, but what's happening was I was always sick. And I was like, what was the problem? It was stress. And I told everyone that, hey, I can't handle this. Because Jonathan told me like, the reason why we started the blog is to go traveling and not be in front of the computer in a new city. I was like, we need to sell this website. We need to sell this. We need to cash out and leave. And that's the reason why we stopped the community blog. And I told them, hey, we are actually done. I don't know what's going to do. So I hired an agency who helped us with the content, uh, said goodbye to our contributing writers because they they write about places to review. And I had to do all the coordination still. And I can't do that. Of course, people get upset. It's like, why would you remove? We helped you to do this and stuff. But what they don't know is like, I, I really couldn't do it. That's why I just hired an agency who helps us write content without going to these places and just help us write listicles so we can keep going with our SEO and with the, with the content. And then I knew that that website was not personalized then for us because there are pe different uh, writers already. So that's the reason why I started my new blog, Mr. and Mrs. How, and I promised Jonathan that he will not get involved because, <laughs> because with two monkeys, he's always involved. Everything in the business is under his name. So uh, he needs to get involved in there and he doesn't like it, like the pressure and the stress, the competition and everything. So I said, I still enjoy it just to write about what I am doing on a daily basis. So I started my new blog, uh, which is now what we use for our everyday life and like, you know, source of our incomes. <laughs> That's amazing because you found a niche too with Mr. and Mrs. Howe that I've never seen other bloggers I do. You yeah, Cash showed me her blog and I've never seen other people do this and you have a very niche audience and people talk about a niche market but you have a niche audience and you know what they need and what they want and then they obviously come to you and they ask you for things and how that's how you're able to build this new business now and you're happier yeah and you you're still more get, relaxed yeah <laughs> so then you still get to travel but you don't have that much stress so you're such a great businesswoman to Thank be able you. to tap into a market that most people have not done yet so that's really incredible Kat thanks <laughs> and also the fact that now you and Jonathan you now live on a sailboat so you do have a place that to you're live. staying at yes. to live and we still travel but slowly yeah and I think in the beginning when we're younger we want to just see everything right we want to see everything and as I'm getting older too I don't want to do that anymore as well <laughs> because it gets so exhausting especially when you don't have a base that's why I have a base here in New York because I can't do that I can't just keep traveling it's still expensive your yeah, base is very expensive it is really expensive <laughs> I'm trying okay so if you're a blogger and you're trying to make it full-time New York City is not a good place yeah. to live for sure unless you have like three other jobs but that's how it is if you're living in New York City you're constantly working and that's all you're doing and I want to experience life and doing that in New York move City move to the Caribbean yeah <laughs> like where you are move yeah. central to Central America it's possible I know yeah or like Southeast Asia go back to my to our motherland it's so yeah. much less expensive over there right yeah <laughs> So you have gone through so much already together with Jonathan, and now you're in this really good place together. But what about all of the setbacks that you've faced? What has been the biggest one that you've encountered, and how do you usually handle them? 
that was like last year was really because when you decide not like 2016-2017 was not rough like we've learned a lot we've been traveling crazy loads like we were bu- visiting like four or five countries in one month and then th- when the time we Jonathan told me that no we have to let go of this business it's like I put crazy loads of effort in this and we're just giving it up and people like you know when, when other people get upset with you because they not depend on it but they, they thought like you're leaving everything behind as well it's not easy to walk away from everything but it's one of the best moves that we did because now we prioritize our health and stuff like that and starting from scratch on a new website that you don't know how you'll monetize and how are we going to to fund this lifestyle like if you have a boat then you need you know need to know that you need to have money all the time because everything breaks so it's like last year was a full of adjustment but like now we're reaping what we saw like we're happier and we're more relaxed now and yeah it's much better i don't know how to explain (laughs) you know i know jonathan doesn't like to travel as much anymore and i think that's another thing the misconception about being travel bloggers is that this is all fun and then talking to you and a lot of travel bloggers who are my friends it's not it becomes work it's not a vacation if you're actually working so now for me i actually like that with my podcast i don't need to travel to a lot of different places like you can stay the best thing I feel like is you're traveling for yourself and yeah. not for work because then you get to actually enjoy the place instead of being there and working the whole entire time and you don't get to enjoy it yeah but what we used to do is like we travel to different countries so we work with a lot of hotels and we've experienced really beautiful places and really great food but what we used to do before to make it a little bit sustainable is like like maybe three weeks we stay in hotels and then one week we rent an Airbnb and three weeks we stay and then one week we rent but the, the rental is like the time to catch up with all of the works for work yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're still working that, and that's what we're doing in the last three years you're, you're true like but now we are so happy that we have the boat because that's the home base and I don't have to search for hotels where I can stay and worry where I will be sleeping next time you can afford it now so now. and it's cheaper <laughs> And, uh, like, our cost of living is uh, really cheap because, like, we catch fish to go for our food. And then uh, for gasoline, we, we, we purchase it because we were still new. But, like, if you are a good sailor, like, maybe recently after four months of sailing, because we sailed from Florida to the all over Bahamas to, to Turks and Caicos, and now we're in Dominican Republic. And we're just waiting for the hurricane season to end. But the time when we cross, we never used fuel because the air was like pushing our boat like we're sailing and our food is from the water uh, like the the, the 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 fish and we have like a go sun like our um, stove like it's powered by the sun oh like, like solar you, power and our electricity we don't use marina it's like solar panel That's awesome. so like we can make water as well from the sea water we have a water maker and you can make your life self-sustainable and self-sufficient. But like, of course, before we left, we have crazy loads of food from, <laughs> uh, what you call this, like grocery store of canned goods, just in case we'll be trapped in the middle of the ocean. I don't know what, just to be safe. Yeah, yeah. I was like, if you're trapped in the middle of the ocean, the last thing you want to do is like open canned goods, right? Yeah, you know, but, you have fish right there. <laughs> but yeah, like um, now the lifestyle is cheaper compared to the time. It's so expensive with the boat parts and stuff, yeah. but... It's cheaper now than buying flight tickets to go from one place to another. Well, and also it's cheaper than having an actual home. I mean, just purchasing a house is so expensive. And then now you can, you have a traveling home. Yes. Uh, it's like people who are on RV. Yes. But like, 
you can travel on RV around the world, but there are people who enjoy living on a sailboat, and there's a lot of them. And the only pay expen big expenses that we have is, of course, we need to have insurance, just just like the others, because you never know. Life yeah. in the water is so different, and all of our belongings are in there. And fuel if we need it, but like it's been four months since we last refueled. And that's the type of lifestyle that you and Jonathan were able to create for yourselves because you took a risk. This is this was a really big risk for you. We all start being really confused with our life and we don't know where it's going to lead. And then you had one thing in your mind was to travel. And you, did you ever think it would get to this point where you would have a boat now that you can permanently yeah. use? Yeah, never, we never thought about that. But like in 2015, where Jonathan and I got engaged in San Blas Island, we sailed from Panama to Colombia. We paid, uh, we actually paid half because we got discount. <laughs> but like uh, this uh, sailboat guy and he quit his everything in Australia and moved there. And Jonathan was like, wow, I want to live this lifestyle. I was like, I couldn't live this lifestyle. I'm seasick. I can't move. And he's like, I want to leave. I was like, Jonathan, we can't do this. We only have $500 on our bank account. How can we do this? Like, and he's like, you're the one who keeps telling me about law of attraction. And I'm attracting that one day I'm going to have a boat. And he wrote it in the paper and put it in his wallet that he's going to have a boat. Two years later, he, we bought our boat and we couldn't believe it. Wait, so let's talk about law of attraction yeah. because I love that too. I really, wait, wait, wait what is it? Positive vibe. <laughs> she, she has it. So Cash has um, a tattoo on her ankle that says positive vibe. <laughs> Are you attracted? <laughs> yeah, I'm attracted. <laughs> I, I hear it a lot and I believe it as well yeah. because it's whoever you are as a person that's who you attract, right? Yes, it's true. And I feel like we bring that energy, whatever energy we have within ourselves, other people start getting attracted to that and that's the type of person you end up being friends with, you're yes. being surrounded with and that's so powerful. It's true, but and if you get lost, then you'll be attracted to other people who you really don't want but you, the people who you always think about. Yeah, Like, I was so scared that I don't want hatred I don't want this but during those times I was attracting these people because that's what always always on my mind so now instead of like the universe doesn't know the word not don't and stop it, it just gets like what is the main point of this so now you just have to focus on the mindset that the abundance you know like well, that's another thing. And I like to talk about this a lot because there's a lot of people sometimes that they don't want to do certain things because maybe someone will take it from them. And I'm like, no, most people won't take your idea. People can copy your stuff. Yeah. But it's you who will always be exactly. you. In this world, like you can see all of the products and all of the hotels. It's competition. It's how the world tries. Yeah. It's you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... But yeah, nobody else is going to be like you and you're always going to have new ideas. You just keep going. And it's funny, um, recently, the last few months, and this is another thing, you have to ask the universe what you want because they will give it to you. It's true. It may not be in the form that you think it will be, but it's it's going. coming. Yeah, it's yes. coming to you. The universe has it. It's like it's there's abundance in this world. Yeah. But are you ready? Like, yeah. Are, is your heart ready? Is your situation ready? And the reason why there are delays for things to happen is most probably God and the universe doesn't, knows that you're not ready for it. Yeah. And you are contradicting what you wanted to say. It's like, first you say, I want this. Oh, no, no, no. And then you say, you don't yeah. like this. And then this and that. And it's like, you're confusing it. You just need to be direct to the point on what you want. Also, it's knowing 
that it's being given to you, right? So you have to be open to what's being given to you because sometimes like you don't think it was given to you, but it was. Maybe it's not the form. You don't always receive. You always you also have to give. The problem with the people who doesn't finish the cycle is like they just want to keep receiving, but they don't know how to be grateful. Give, yeah. So it's like now, it's uh, I have a funny story. Like last two years, as I said, if you've met me, I think Esther when she saw me again, like she's like, okay, you're more relaxed now. Cause like <laughs> last few years, I was like, go go go, I want to achieve these things and that. And I am not good with law of attraction. It's like, why am I attracting these things? It's like, I'm so stressed. I'm going to kill myself. And then uh, what I did the last two years, I asked my husband, Jonathan, you're powerful in the universe. Can you request this for me? (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny because he's so, my husband, if you know him or you can ask people around us, he's so calm. He's so relaxed. And he knows exactly what he wants. He wants freedom. and And he's just like, wow, you're not doing anything and you keep achieving. So, so she's, he, he tells me, like, you can do the work, I'll do the attraction. <laughs> like, and now we're like, it's more powerful because we're together. I was stressing out a lot and I think when I stopped, that's when things became so much easier and I yes. feel like things started to come. Obviously, you're trying, but you're not stressed out anymore and then everything feels so much better. When you let things go, I mean, you still work hard, but then you just give it to the universe. and Just let it go. You need to work because we have this mentality, especially because you're a New Yorker, that if you don't work crazy hard or triple hard, you'll not get it. Like, like you don't deserve it. But, well, you need to live in the Caribbean. You'll see these people and they keep getting things and they don't have to do it. <laughs> but you still need to work hard. Not Work smart, I think. <laughs> yeah, work smart. You definitely work smart. Now, not now, before. <laughs> not before. But that's good. So you have traveled to so many different places, over 100 countries already, and I'm sure you've met so many different people. Yeah. What has been the worst advice that you've ever received? So I was um, in Djibouti, and I was trying to cross the border by land to Somaliland, and it's an independent state of Somalia. And I was like the only Asian. I actually missed my, like my luggage was lost. So I had to borrow clothes from another local girl there and like just covered up myself. And they said like, oh, don't do that. You'll get raped. I was like, I, I don't need to go back on the border. And I get in and I enjoyed one of like the best four days of my life is exploring Somaliland. But you know what it is? It, there's a lot of things that people say sometimes because if you listen to that, you wouldn't have yeah, gone there. I'm not just talking about you'll get raped, you'll get kidnapped. And these are like just like uh, the advice giving you fear that yes. you can't do it because you're a woman. And other than that, it's like I'm Asian. And yeah. Let's be honest. It's so different. Like I have Philippines passport. It's so different being an American, Asian or what. Because you still have like the USA passport and you have a government. It's easier to access. So that's why I was telling you before when, before we did this interview, you do certain services now in your new website. And I was like, I can't even imagine how hard it is for people who don't have an American passport because we are really lucky here in America because it's easy for us to go to a lot of different countries yes. without any hassle for visas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I can't even imagine what it's like to not have this because having an American passport is so powerful. That's power. And it's so hard. And you're still able to do this. And then people put fear in you and you're like, nope, I'm still going to do this. Yes. I have my goals and I want to do them. And then you just keep 
going. Yes. And now, the thing that I've been struggling for years is now how we monetize our website. Yeah. And then now it's coming together. And actually, with this new website, it's easier. Well, not easier, but it's more, it's better for you with monetizing it wise. Yes. Right? So that's amazing. Because it's more focused on the personality. And if before, I was more of like, we're making money from press trips and affiliate and stuff. We still do that on our new website, but more we're doing more services and like products and people purchase it because of like what we did in the last four years so it's like wow it makes sense we're not just like and now i have a direct impact and it's not just like just giving inspiration to people it still gives but now i have a direct impact to people like look i've already made my dreams come true this time let's make your dreams come true you're going beyond that so now yeah. you made your dreams come true and you're now you're helping other people yeah. do it as well and so it's, it's more fulfilling yeah it is because it makes you happy because you're making other people happy and a lot more people are praying for me like uh, i showed you a message <laughs> yes. earlier it's like there's like uh, i don't know like if before people are like oh i want your life and blah blah and it will give you like in even though it's like people like follow you and like you but of course there's people like oh you you always you like that kind of thing but now like the fact that i the messages that i receive now is like wow you made this like you helped me to achieve this and i'm praying for you your family's like wow i've got more prayers that's why i have more peace of mind now so <laughs> now it's like you have all of these people who are giving you good vibes yeah <laughs> positive vibes positive just, vibes yeah <laughs> just like your tattoo yeah Crazy. So sad. we're talking about monetizing. How were you able to create income in the start and how do you do it now? So before with Two Monkeys, we monetize it more with press trips. Like as a lot like of other professional bloggers, they go to places and they, they pay us per per day or per project and stuff like that. Or like you get a sponsored post content depending on your uh, website quality and your domain authority and stuff like that. Or affiliate marketing, uh, you get commissions for anything. That's what we did in twomonkeystravelgroup.com. And we're still doing that as well in Mr. and Mrs. Howe. But Mr. and Mrs. Howe, I started it as, as I said, like because I couldn't handle having a big website. So I decided I want to have my own thing that I don't, you know, like my husband is not involved. So he's happy has a peace and quiet life so but with like this year we decided to focus on sailing and i was so worried like november last year like oh my god we're sailing so we're not going on press trips how are we earning money we can do affiliate marketing but yeah it's okay it's going to be passive but what will happen with sponsored posts how can we do sponsored posts if we do always not have internet we're in the middle of the bahamas enjoying snorkeling how can i <laughs> enjoy it if i don't earn money so that's the reason why i started mr and miss house since it's my personalized thing i decided to just focus on that instead of doing something with two monkeys because we are um what you call it moving away from that and with mr and miss how i started to do coaching travel coaching uh, there are people who coach like visa agencies or application agency there are bloggers who give tips for people but i decided to focus on coaching people and how to get their visas how they can travel long term and stuff like that and i always have this disclaimer that hey i can't grant you the visa i am just a coach and teaching you how to answer like questions and like based on your situation and why you should never lie and how you should answer it truthfully but how to reward things or stuff like that. how to write your letters what supporting documents you need to have so it was amazing because like I was charging $75 an hour. I want to charge higher, but 
I might not be able to attract a lot more people. And I can't charge lower because I will attract a lot of people, but most probably a lot of wrong people. You are more accessible and stuff. So I said, I'll charge 75. I don't know if someone will pay because I have a big audience in the Philippines. 75 is 4,000 pesos and it's a lot of money for, for the Filipinos. And I was so surprised that on my first few months, I was doing like 40 to 50 hours of coaching. Wow. And I was like, what? That's it's like crazy. It's like, Jonathan, is this really happening? And then lately, I especially last month, uh, I got people's testimonial. I asked them, can you just give me testimonial? That would help me in my business. Yeah. And last month, I had like I was doing 40 uh, hours a week. I was working double, triple time. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be crazier. And I already planned this trip of going to Europe for two months. And I was like, I can't do it. And if I stop, we'll not have money. And Jonathan has both projects to pay. Yeah. So I was like... <laughs> I was like, okay, so last month I also decided to create this ebook that I showed you. Not just ebook, but other stuff. And we just pay, we charge $30 per download of these things. And we've already sold, I told you, like 77 products That's since amazing. we started it two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. And now I don't mind going on trips uh, in the next two months. And you can actually enjoy it because yeah. it's not about sponsorships. It's about you just enjoying it. Now you're here in New York City with me, with your mom. You're yeah. working with a company here, but it's not the same anymore. You're not super stressed out. And yeah. you were talking to me today. You were like, I don't even have a SIM card. I haven't even touched my computer yet. Like, and I was like, <laughs> I am winning. <laughs> I was like, because before I need to have SIM card. I'm, I'm so agitated. I have to reply to emails like I feel like if I don't reply to emails I lose opportunity but because that was like the thinking of less of abundance in myself like I am so afraid to lose the game but you will not lose the game if you're not playing it and we're out of the game so and we are just enjoying this you're in your own game yes <laughs> no I don't want to call it game I'm just living the life now <laughs> but what my husband says is like we're living the dream now yeah it's a different dream I think yeah. it's a better dream for the both of you it's more relaxed and now you're asking me it's like what do you want to talk about more it's like I'm very passionate about my cats it's like we can talk about my cats if you want <laughs> yes make sure you listen to the extended interview because uh, Kat and I are going to talk about how you can travel long term with your pets so that's with the passport my cat is American so he's easier <laughs> to go around places <laughs> I have your to get the visa and my cat didn't have to. <laughs> your cat has a more powerful passport than you. <laughs> he has an American cat passport. Oh my <laughs> God, that's hilarious. Wow. I'll mm. talk about it later. That's on. funny. <laughs> and now I monetize my cat too. <laughs> she can monetize anything, this yeah. girl. So make sure you check her out because she's incredible Thank with you. business. So let's fast forward to 50 years from now, Catch, and you're looking back in your life. What legacy do you want? want to leave and what do you want to be remembered for i said this one time last time and someone told me i was too ambitious i've been dreaming of traveling around the world before it's like people said that it's too pretty limiting and the best way i can do it is if i marry someone and he they'll give me their passport or oh, i said oh that's not gonna happen but i ended up marrying a british <laughs> but i don't have the british passport uh or become a diplomat so i can go so now i want to publish books and speak in conferences and talk about like how the limiting belief won't give bring you places like 
basically like after a few years of traveling i really want to travel every country in the world and maybe one of the first asians to do it yeah using the, our philippines passport and stuff like that and inspire the younger generation that hey even though you're just came from province like me raised by a single mother and like thinks like feel that there's no hope in the world you can do things feel like you're your own worst enemy in a lot of ways right so the only person that could limit you is yourself and don't listen to the naysayers that tell you differently because their experience is completely different from yours so they may not have accomplished it but that's their own limits and it's not yours so you don't know what you're capable of until you actually try it you can listen to them but make them uh, just your motivation that yeah. you can achieve greater things in life and you're the living proof of that you're right you have a passport that's from the philippines and for a lot of people that's really a determining factor of how they're gonna go especially when they're traveling but you didn't let that stop you because uh, that's what people think is like oh uh, the best way to do thing is like marry a western guy or whatsoever it's true it is happening still in our country but it's not as easy as they thought it would be you need to live there you need to work there for five ten years and we're not you're in dominican republic <laughs> you know you want to keep traveling all over the world so that's not sustainable yeah all right so we're gonna get to some fun questions okay so some people like me i love to hike i really like cheesy romantic movies and stuff like that what about you catch what are you nerding out on I was just watching sunset and the stars. Oh I'm so sorry. It is true. Like my husband doesn't like uh, overnight sailing, and I love it because I just talk to the stars and I I like watching it. And I don't like hikes. I get tired, and my knees totally not that good <laughs> for that. I can do walks and anything that is involved in the water. That's why it's good that now with the lifestyle that we live is like we open our hatch because our window it's not like on the side. Our window is up and down from the roof and once we open that like the whole stars are like we, we just watch oh, it so nice so i can stay for hours just looking at it <laughs> we don't have any stars here in new york city so <laughs> i need to see the stars that you're seeing and yeah. it's more beautiful because you're in the middle of the ocean and there's no smog to cover it so that's really nice <laughs> yeah i like staying in nice hotels as well yeah. <laughs> we're not staying on a boat i like to stay in nice hotels so <laughs> that's nice too <laughs> so having traveled to so many different places what has been the most unique meeting with a person that's ever happened to you and what did you learn from it i have something to share that i have never talked about before we went to zimbabwe and i traveled with a friend and my friend got stuck in kenya airport uh, because they won't let her to enter Zimbabwe. But I was able to enter because I already had the visa and her visa got stuck somewhere. So I went there and then there's this lady who sponsored my stay. She's like an, a white Zimbabwean, a British Zimbabwean, but with a Zimbabwe passport. So we went there and I was on my own. I was just talking about like, wow, this life and that. And I was like, wow, I love your life. I was talking to her like, hey, I love, I really love your life. Do you have this big few acres property and you're hosting me with nice and you have like people servants and stuff like that and then later on she cried in front of me it's like you think it's nice but like i've never left the country because like the money in zimbabwe the inflation like the government took the money and stuff like that i, I don't want to deal with those things she helped me 
to get my friend's visa so she can get entered the country as well. And later on, I don't know what kind of this encounter. She's like a 60-year-old woman. I was just like a 29, uh, 8, 29-year-old by the time. Like That was last year before my birthday. And I was just like, hey... I became the cons- uh, counselor of this six-year-old woman, like, who I aspire, like, oh, I want your life, look, you have this beautiful house and this, but she couldn't even afford the ticket to get out of the country. The things that you see in front of people, yeah. is not always what it is. You don't know what's behind closed doors, and you don't know what people are going through, and it may look like they have the best life ever, yeah. but then there's so much more that's happening. Yeah, and this is the reason why it's the most unique interaction, because yeah. that's what's like the time I realized, like, oh, I aspire to become multimillionaire and own 10 properties, but you don't know what's happening. And most of the time, it's not really about the money. It is it's, not. It's about how you're feeling and the freedom. That's why Jonathan yeah. wants that freedom. Yeah, now, now you told me, yeah. like, I'm teary-eyed. I want to message Aww. her. Like, I haven't talked to her, but she knows deep in her heart that we are friends. What has been the most unusual job that you've ever had, and what did you learn from it? We were in Goa, and we loved the food in the restaurant. And I asked the waiter, can you talk to your manager? Because I really love the food. And I asked the manager, hey, can we work for free hours so I can keep eating your food for free? <laughs> and he said, yeah, it's high season. Come over here for four, 5 to six, uh, five to 8 p.m. And you become the waitress, take orders because we need stuff. And then you'll get ex- in exchange for food. So we did it for two weeks and we get free food every day and we, by just doing the waitressing stuff. And then we volunteered. We did different kind of things. But that was like the best approach I did ever. And the best thing you learned from it is you can get food if you work for it. If you never ask, you'll never get. That's right. That's <laughs> true. Thank you so much, Catch, for talking to me. This has been so incredible. Thanks. You are so inspiring. I can't wait to see what you're going to be doing next. Oh, thank so you. I'm sure you're looking be... after my cats. Yes, <laughs> in your sailboat, and then traveling and finishing all the world travels. Ah, thank you. Like we still, I don't know. We're like taking life as easy as it is, but I am looking forward to see how your life will go as well, especially next year. Like I know. Let's hope so. I know we need to you talk will. more. You can do it. <laughs> so, what are you working on today? That's really exciting to you. Since we're working with New York Pass, so I'm just like writing down where I have to bring my mom. Because like I am like her, uh, Lionel Santa. So today we're just doing nothing. (laughs) I'm going to bring her to Statue of Liberty and upload it on social media. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) I love how you take your moms to your travels too. That's so sweet. I love that. So you have really good connections. My mom traveled with me to 13, 14 countries now. Wow. So every year we try to go to new country. I love that relationship you have together too. You guys are so close. Oh, that's Oh, we fight a lot as well, but it's okay. (laughs) That's that's normal, right? I don't think it would be normal if you didn't fight. (laughs) (laughs) She fights back. (laughs) Uh, that's good (laughs) if our listeners want to know more about you where can they find you Uh, follow us on Facebook it's uh, 2 Monkeys Sailing and we also still have 2 Monkeys Travel like our original website and uh, it's called 2 Monkeys Sailing Mr. and Miss Hell blog and on Instagram it's number 2 Monkeys Sailing and our website is Mr. and Mrs. How H-O-W-E dot com Awesome. Thank you so much, Catch, for having me here in your lovely hotel and for meeting me today. I'm so excited that I get to catch you when you're in New York. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Catch. 
make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview with Catch, where she shares how to travel the world with your pets. Offbeat family, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast. Suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life or send me a message at hello at theoffbeatlife.com. I can't wait to hear from you.